So here we are, lockdowns popping up all across Australasia. This Delta variant is causing some havoc amongst two nations universally praised for our handling of COVID over the past 16 months. Two nations who on the whole went hard and early and reaped the harvest of, of return. Two nations that have been pretty normal really over the past year, Australia and New Zealand. And much to the globe's jealousy, we opened one of the first and most successful travel bubbles in the world. We have been smug about our full stadiums, enjoying music and the ability to keep a large part of our domestic economies functioning. But today, it all swings in the balance. And for me, one of the reasons our two nations are here is purely and simply because we lag much of our comparable countries of the world in vaccinations. So much has been made over the past week that we are last of 122 OECD nations in the vaccination tables. And that is true. But the Prime Minister is also right when she says that table is based on the number of first shots given. Because to get vaccinated with the Pfizer, you need two shots. On fully vaccinated figures, we're doing a little better. As we speak, just 7.8% of New Zealand has had two shots of the uh, Pfizer. Global average, 108 Australia, though, way worse than that uh, on that metric. They're sitting at 4.7%. You have a choice here. Do we go for lots and lots of first shots or should we get everybody fully vaccinated? Australia and New Zealand have differed slightly. And I know all this because I went and looked at all the vaccination tables over the weekend and it's very irritating. England, 48% fully vaccinated. United States, 46%. Galling to see Sweden who launched into a failed herd immunity campaign, sitting there with 26% of their population fully vaccinated. Even Brazil, a country with a far inferior infrastructure uh, than us, and Jair Bolsonaro, a leader who actively doubts COVID exists, even Brazil is better than us at 10.5% of their population fully vaccinated. The countries that failed spectacularly a year ago are beating us now. The question is, how did we fall from first in line to last in the OECD? And when we ask the government, they go, oh, don't worry about it. It's all good. We're ahead of the schedule. That is a pointless answer. We're ahead of a schedule that's behind everyone else's. And well, if you ask many, they'll just say, well, our government is useless. They can't organise a piss up in a brewery. But why is Australia in the same boat? A boat, in fact, you could argue, is leaking more than ours. They've got the COVID. They have fully vaccinated less. Why is Australia and New Zealand so far behind? It's a question I've grappled with. Now, one theory is that since we've not had crisis-level infections, then vaccines have been provided to those countries that have had it. Australia and New Zealand, geographically, at the end of the supply chain. Australia and New Zealand, according to Pfizer, same thing. Australasia. When Australia gets theirs, we get ours. The drug companies, though, are the quartermasters deciding our rations. Listening to Mike this morning, Steve Price came on and said, one of the causes of the vaccination delays in Australia was a cancellation of a vaccine shipment. What is that about? You order it, you pay for it. Why does it not arrive? If it is the case that the drug companies are quartermasters rationing and deciding our rations. And I have spoken to people in drug companies who say that that is the case. 
then the real failure of both Australia and New Zealand's government is protesting against it. But perhaps they can't because they're worried that this will cause the drug companies to have even more delays. Personally, it seems cruel that two of the only countries who actually followed World Health Organization advice should be punished for that success. We won't send you the vaccines because you've eliminated the virus. So if you don't mind, you're now at the end of the queue. That is cruel, particularly when our relatively small populations means the impact on vaccination supply globally would in fact be negligible.